When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. How are we doing? Welcome back. Come on, part two. You hear that? Yes. That is Manscaped working to the best of its ability. That is my nose trimmer. That's it's our nose trimmer. Can you hear it? Okay, you would all right. Big thanks to our sponsor for the episode, Manscaped. Get it in your Britney Spears and all. <laughs> Unbelievable. The number one provider of precision engineering tools. You can probably turn it off now, John. For the family jewels. <laughs> Talk about Britney Spears. I'm done, mate. Yeah. You look magnificent. <laughs> I, I, I look up. Ultra. A few snots up there, but yeah. Ah, but there it is. The old trimmer engineer to prevent any nicks and the old nuggets. It's immaculate, isn't it? Yes. You haven't used that, have you? Where? I've not used that one, no. <laughs> I've got my own at home with them. And we've got a special offer, as always. Of course we have. For you under the cost listeners, the Manscaped Performance Package. Are you interested in what you get with the Manscaped Performance Package? I'm Certainly sure you are. are. You get the Lawnmower 3.0 Precision Trimming. <laughs> no nicks. You also get the weed whacker, which uh, John Hear it. is continuing to demonstrate. That's Again, it. that is my weed whacker. That's it at work, that. You get a lovely pair of boxers, the good grudges as they well. They are very good. Snug looking. In fact, they're my favourite. They've gone straight yeah. in as number one. Yeah. yeah. They're just comfortable. Not, not, they're not the uh, Jeff Banks off top spot. Yeah. You get a travel bag as well. So when you're out and about, you can take it with you. Comes in handy. Thing is, I know, I know we're uh, we're half joking about, it, but nobody, nobody, no women like, or very few I can imagine like undoing the undoing the zip and a big bush in the in the grid. No. It's, un- it's unforgivable. You know what I mean? I opinion. don't think any are going to think, oh, I like I like the look of that. No. As opposed to fresh, job done. You can just oh, well, get him off, get him off. A little tip for you, ladies. If he, if he is letting it go loose a little bit, when he comes home from work, a little treat. Maybe think, go downstairs, chewing gum in, preferably bubble gum. Let it slip out, gets all tied in. <laughs> He's got to whip it off then, hasn't he? <laughs> He's not going to leave it. He can't, he, he, can't, he can't put his pubes in freezer. Bubble gum not included. No, oh, no, no, you don't get any bubble gum with no. it. No, you get the shampoo and all that, don't you? Oh, you get the lights. Oh, aftercare. Yeah. Aftercare, we're talking the crop preserver bowl deodorant. We're talking Crop Reviver, Ball Toner. And all you've got to do is go to manscaped.com, put in the code. Cost 20! And you get 20% off. I mean, all them are good for the spontaneous ones. You know, if you're out for a walk or something. Oh, I've got my wipes in my pocket. Two seconds, love. What do you mean? What? You're out for a walk. <laughs> you're not being you? Moirism? You're into moirism or, or cottage? Oh, I'm too sure. <laughs> You're in the, you're, yeah. I can just picture it. You're in the car. You're in the car park. You're just about to turn your light on, and you think, "Oh no, I've not washed my balls." Yeah. 
Glove box. Get it? Glove box. Close your eyes for a minute. Ready? I'm just polishing them up. So all you've got to do is go to manscaped.com, put in the code COST20, and you get 20% off the Manscaped Performance Package. I mean, if there's anybody who wants to go for a walk with Brownie, uh, do get in touch and he'll show you what he means. Again, that's not part of the offer. Doggy, it's a doggy. What a question that is. I know, the personal well, cut that night. Look at your gear in the car. You've been following me. Just, been, <laughs> just before the hours had to come on, a bit of uh, ball preserver. Away you go. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good evening. How are you? Very good, very good. good, I, don't like good. Body, I don't like your body language, John. Mine, why? You look like a tired teddy. I am a tired teddy, to be fair. I am a tired teddy, up early. Up early, it's a late, it's, it's what, quarter, half night, half eight, quarter to nine. My age now, I'm, I'm not far off feather now. You ready for a cocoa? No, oh, no, cocoa. Every day on your bus. Wasted, wasted, uh, wasted calories at this time of night, aren't they? <laughs> You're not burning them off in your sleep, are you? No, no, not unless I uh, treat myself to a sleeping tablet. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Welsh this week? Yes. Yeah. Team well, smartest. Quite, quite dressed quite smart, didn't he? Little t-shirt and shirt combination. Sleeves rolled up, if I remember correctly. He had the sweet back as well. Reminded me, he'll probably not thank me for saying this, but it reminded me a little bit of tea bag of uh, <laughs> prison break. <laughs> Any more insults you want to chuck Andy's way? No, no I've just said, I've just paid him a compliment saying he came dressed smart, but He's it reminded me of tea bag. All I needed was a fair can and a... Tissue hanging out in his pocket. <laughs> he used to get splinter. Off the uh, turtles. Yeah. But another uh, great lad. Top guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, brilliant. He's taking some task on now as well at Berry. I know. As a manager. Yeah. Fair play to him. He's not, he's, I don't know if he's younger than me. He might be younger than me. But he'd done his coaching badges and set out on the trail early doors. But we, we used to have... After training, FIFA sessions, that was mine and Welsh's bond bonding. FIFA sessions with his cats. Oh, <laughs> precious cats. I couldn't believe it when he told us about them, by the way. How many did he have? Did he have a few cats? But they come everywhere. Yeah, man, there was two or three. He's played for the he played under a few of the old the old faithful, hasn't he? Pat Carlton, Mick. Roy. Keane. Roy Keane, yeah. I'll Never meet your heroes again. Well, we'll find out. Don't get too much away, Christopher. Uh, hey, a good spread again on the Euros wins. This was ever. Seven took home 120 pounds and 28p. You want to be precise? Life changing again. Um, yeah, not quite life changing this week, Chris. Not quite life changing, but it's a, it's your uh, your Britney Spears on a Saturday night, a nice Chinese and a bottle of red for the missus in it. Yeah. Weekly weekly shop that. Think family for a week Ooh, and, and a bit not, extra. Maybe not in my household. It's, it's it's not it's about seventy percent of a weekly shop. Not if you're getting the minted lamb chops in, Johnny boy. No, not half. Miss Bash Bosh wallop have them. <laughs> Should we get Andy in then? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Get him in. Sure about Andy. Andy Welsh, how are we doing? Very good, guys. 
Thanks for joining us. Good to be here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, you, I've been missing going at Barbers, but fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> he was Jesus. having kittens early, but I'm worried about my oh, bar. Yeah, he took a lot of pressure off my... Uh, that my brill cream syrup. as well? No, it's not. It's, uh, it's just a bit of a dry, dry wax. You look good. I, I, I think good. I am. I mean, someone posted a video the other day and the, the air was all over the gaff. I was trying to be Beckham. I look nothing like him. Look more like the guy out of Pirates of Caribbean. Is that the one you sent me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're very serious. Very was, serious. I was angry. Bit, I was angry. You ran the length of the pitch, beat about 10 players and mm. nearly tripped over and you just ran back into position all... I were angry because yeah, the, the pied Albie, yeah. Because <laughs> the ball came back into me, it took a bobble and kind of ran out of play, so I wasn't happy with it. So while she came <laughs> to Sunderland, it was when Mick went on a... Mick McCarthy, He signed yeah. Lord. I've spoken about it, I've bored you many a time with it, but mm. he signed loads from the lower leagues and lads who had potential. Yeah. He signed a little rat. Yeah, I was flying. Yeah. Um, no, I remember it's... Uh, when I came up there, there was a lot all you guys in the in the dressing room, the the younger lads, and you'd just been done for paintballing or something. <laughs> <laughs> what we're getting involved? So with I'm, I'm thinking I'm coming to this huge club, and uh, you know you you go straight in with these guys, and he's like, yeah, Gaff wants to see you about the paintballing incident. And then I went to see Mick, and he was like, yeah, listen, we need to keep things a bit quiet. There's been a problem with uh, some of the younger lads, and you were involved in it, weren't you? Yeah. Going around shooting old grannies. It's a good job. You, it's a good job you didn't sign six weeks before, or else I'd have drafted you in. <laughs> I, I, I probably would have been in. <laughs> You'd have been sniper. <laughs> How old were you when you got to Sunderland? Uh, I think I was twenty, twenty-one at the time. Right. So you're so, still quite young yourself, kind of, weren't you? Similar. Yeah. I, well, it was funny because um, I, I came into the game late. Anyway, at sixteen, I, when I'd signed at Stockport. Uh, which is late really now, and it because you know everyone seems to go through academy systems and things like that. So when I signed um, at, at Stockport, it was kind of like I still didn't kind of know what was going on. First pre-season was a graft. Mm. <laughs> I'd never ran like anything like that before, and then when I got into the first team at Stockport, I think it was eighteen at the time. It was a bit of a baptism, baptism of fire because it was a uh, they were in the championship and. Um, my first game was against Millwall and I always remember um, we lost 4-0 on day, but um, we were 3-0 down before our time and I've gone to a warm-up thing. I'll have a you know, warm-up in championship against Millwall and I was eight and a half stone as well. Right? <laughs> what? Yeah, I was honestly, um, I've gone to warm-up and they're start, starting a chant about Kit Kat legs and pointing at me <laughs> and all this. And I'm thinking... Hang on a minute, I'm, you know, I'm, I've not even played yet. Is it chance? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's away at Millwall as well. No, it was at home. Oh. But they, they brought a big following <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I came on at half time um, and I actually got man of the match, uh, but we still lost 4 0. So. <laughs> you only lost 1 0 second yeah, half, though, didn't you? Only lost 1 0 second <laughs> half, yeah. But I always remember it was funny because um, we had Tim Flowers in there, obviously. He was coming to the end of his career and we, we'd got him on loan from... So I can't remember where it was, we got him on loan for. But um, just lost 4-0 at home. Fans were booing and everything. Because man, it was one of them, I think the manager was on his way out, um, Andy Kilner at the time. And, um, I, I was late getting into the shower, so I'd gone, in, gone into the shower and he's just there whistling in the shower, Tim Flowers. Just lost 4-0 at home. Was he at fall for a couple I take it as well? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> He got chips on his line and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I can't remember what the goal's like, but come here, he went, well, she listened. 
listen, that's your first game there today. Don't worry about things. It's when you start hearing the crowd having a go at you, that's when you'll uh, you'll start worrying about your game. So I'm thinking, I've just lost four nil. He's whistling in the shower. <laughs> Happy as Larry. Happy as Larry. <laughs> this is no word of a lie, right? The next four games, um, we've shifted. We've lost twelve goals, and he's been in that for all. We lost away at Preston six <laughs> 0 Still whistling. Still whistling. In the shower. <laughs> <laughs> his hips hanging off he can't lift his right arm I don't, I don't know why he's still playing at that time no, he was a good guy though it's, you know you learn off people like that don't mm. you when you come into when they're coming to the end of your career and you know I was 18, 19 at the time I think so was Carlton manager when you started? no no so Andy Kilner was manager and then he went and Carlton came in so that season we got relegated from the championship promoted us from player to player manager um, no, no. He came right. in as player manager. Right. So um, we were all thinking, here we go. We're going to start climbing this table here, aren't we? You know, ex-England international. And he brought Rick Owen. Um, yeah. Obviously, he was a... Kevin Richardson. Some, yeah. Um, Colin Murphy. Yeah. Murphy from Hull. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting time because obviously Carlton came in and I think he struggled to kind of coach players that weren't of a certain c- level. Certain level, Yeah. Um, but he, he was funny. He used to do demos and he used, he used to go, can you just open it up? But to be fair, his technique weren't that great either. So he'd, he'd like just open it up and go and he'd just over back at foot and it fly off there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all sat there and you're thinking, Rico, give us a ball. Give us a ball. <laughs> and he'd hit it again and he'd like, shank it again he hit people in front of him and <laughs> honestly until he got it right we'd still be there um so it was it was you know carlton was one of them uh as a manager you know i, I just don't think he would cut out to be a manager the type of person he was i don't mm. think he could accept uh, some how, how did he do as a player because we've heard that he did he put himself center half oh, and he was it was funny I think his first game, he scored an overhead kick against Norwich live on ITV or whatever it was at the time. And it was, I remember he coming off, that's that's how you do it, guys. That's how you do it. And it was, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was live on the telly at the time. And um, he came, and I think we beat Norwich. I think it was 2-1 or something. And he scored the winner. I think Albi scored as well. And uh, he'd come in giving it, uh, that's how you do it. And I don't think we won after that. <laughs> anyway, you know, we ended up, you know, getting through, I suppose, them tough periods. And then I started to get more of a run in the side. And, um, under know, him or? Was it yeah, the... under him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we uh, end of season, we, we had some decent games. Well, we beat Man City. I remember meeting Man City. Yeah. But to be fair, Carlton had a great game that day. He had a goater and um, John Mackin in his pocket. No, he did, honestly. <laughs> I bet he's fucking letting you know about it. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. We had uh, ITV coming in the, the, the dressing room before the game. So he said, look, lads, and we're looking at it. And, and he always struggled saying names or writing names down. So we're all sat there and he's like, he's calling Hucklebury. <laughs> Hucklebury Finn up front. So like, we're all killing ourselves here. Cause he's like, and watch out for Darren Hucklebury. <laughs> and the best one, the best one was Sean Gooter. <laughs> <laughs> so we're thinking, hang on a minute. And, but I tell you what, a tongue twister for him was Ali Benamdia. <laughs> <laughs> 
So obviously Ali Benabi, what a player he was, by the way. But um, and he couldn't even those three him. players, he was struggling to say that. <laughs> How did you find his character? Especially the young lad. I oh yeah, with Ali Monan, yeah, he's, no, he's a confident he's, man. Yeah, he's a great guy. Listen, he's he's one of them. Um, so many stories. I remember just before I signed for the, the night before I signed for Sunderland, he took over as manager at Mansfield, and I don't know how he got got hold of it, but he called me on my house number, and he was trying to convince me not to sign for Sunderland and to sign for him at Mansfield. <laughs> I think I think you're pissing it, it I think you're pissing it win there, Carl. Yeah, well, no, I didn't sell it. I went phone's going crackly. <laughs> Chris Bang. <laughs> so but no, you know, he's a good career and I mean I don't think anyone will have a bad word to say yeah. about him. I'll be loved him, didn't he? Yeah, didn't I thought. He's big he was, time yeah. shouts and that. Oh well yeah, that was funny. Showtime and remember going out <laughs> in Preston once he said, end it season, we'll go on a doing Preston and we went to is it Tokyo Joe's and all that yeah what he did was we went somewhere in Preston it was like a sports camp or something and we were doing like archery and all this end at season lads you know just been relegated at championship <laughs> no, I don't want to go and do archery in Preston <laughs> you know what I mean so um, we went Tokyo Joe's that night and he comes out and He's got like this fucking big black cape on, like Batman, <laughs> and all you just keep seeing all night is him just turning and like the you know the flaps just kind of flipping <laughs> round like Batman. What an actual cape! Oh, it looked like a cape. I mean, was it leather? The jury's out whether it was a cape, but it was leather. <laughs> yeah. It was leather. And it, it weren't <laughs> fancy I dress. Picture it. Definitely weren't fancy dress. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody's pulling a cape off, it's Carlton. Yeah. It? I'm not sure it was a cape, but it was a long black jacket. <laughs> like a, a Matrix job, definitely Matrix job. Yeah, he was way ahead of his time. <laughs> he <laughs> was. <laughs> I, can just, I can just see him in some cream farrows underneath it. Yeah, pink yeah. shirt. <laughs> he was, but um, well, obviously we had a few nights out with him because he liked to drink. But his 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 eye used to go wandering as well. So he had a few bevies and that so what to the women or no his eye just wander all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right i think like he must lose control in one of his eyeballs or something because all of a sudden want to just go Whoop. So, too many to drink there carlton i think you always for some reason i always remember my first ever game at christmas you know around the new year's eve time and uh just, just stories like this replay in my head because I never want it to happen ever again. Uh, we're playing uh, West Brom away on New Year's New Year's Day with Stockport, and uh, I knew it was going to be a big game the next day because West Brom were top of the league. I think they had Lee Hughes at the time. They were absolutely flying. Uh, Gary Megson were in charge, and um, we got pumped four nil on New Year's Day. I'm I'm talking pumped. <laughs> I, I'm playing left wing back against two players. That I can't remember their right wing back, but he's like this Russian guy who just didn't. He was like a robot, just didn't stop running. And uh, was it Scott Dolby? Do you remember Scott Dolby? Yeah. yeah. And he, he, he just he bullied us basically. But it all goes back for me for the night before with Carlton Palmer's getting us up at twelve bells to have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> New Year, New Year's. So honestly, I swear to God, fast asleep in the room. Fongers, got to get downstairs now. The gaff wants everyone down for a drink. So lads are coming down in like you know 
Pajamas. What's going on? It's still, you know, half asleep and that. Right, lads, we're having a drink. We're going to see it in InStyle. We're a team. We're together and all that <laughs> lot. And, you know, he's like, you had to have a beer. You had to have a beer. And I'm just thinking, jeez. And well, then the next... I just imagine he's down there with his, with his DP. Oh, he'll be Patrick Carlton, will he? DP for CP, that's what he used to say. Half 11 off. Get lads down. Get the lads down. I see the new year in his style. This is a good idea. We'll get all the lads out of bed for a drink, eh? Yeah, Carlton, aye. I definitely don't think Rico would have thought that a good idea. Round him up. But yeah, we got a pump in the next day. And I just think stuff like that, you know... You want to be as professional as you can in the game, don't you? So, especially when we came to to well, when I came to Sunderland, we had such a good dressing room that fought for each other. Um, and when Mick brought us in, you know, I just wanted to, you know, not give anyone an opportunity to to leave me out of a team or a squad. Or so even if you were left out of a squad or a team, you still worked as hard as you can. Or yeah. a, a biggest thing is the lads supported each other as well. I didn't again go back to that resentment and resilience side of it. Is I didn't really see much resentment from the lads if others weren't playing. And mm. that. It was more a case of we wanted to win the league or we wanted to get promoted. Did you go on trial then at Sunderland? First, yeah. So I went up on, yeah, I think it was uh, November time. So I don't think them transfer windows were in, involved at that point. Um, you could move at any time. So uh, I went up, yeah, Mick, Mick McCarthy. He brought me in and just said, uh, you, you know, um, we will be signing you. We we just want to have a look at you because we know um, you've not played in a while, which I to- totally understood. You, you know, you can get that kind. But at of least age. you knew where you were from. Well, the exactly. Yeah. So in. yeah. So we played a training game first day, and, and to be fair to him, he pulled me after the first session and said, "We'll sign you." Um, so I just had to agree a deal. I mean, I spoke a lot about there was a lot of young lads in that changing room who we didn't run the dressing room, but we yeah. we probably took liberties, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The young lads. I tell you, it was funny when we went to Marbella and Tommy Myra were you. <laughs> I, I feel like I forgot about that. But he just, uh, I don't know, he took a dislike in there for yeah, some reason. Yeah, but was I can't it arrogant, remember. Arrogant Chris coming out? No, I can't remember what it was. We were, I remember we were on the beach and I remember um, we had a few drinks or whatever and do you remember uh, Jeff and, and Wright were having a fight with a, a blow-up swan? <laughs> and it was the moment, it was one of them ones where you think, oh, so they, they, you know, like the blow up swans and all that, like they, they let them down and then Jeff was started whacking it on right his back. So, you know, when it's slapping with a oh, water, so it's not, right. but it's like, it's because they're it. drunk, it's it coming across very, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you're thinking, he's got to be pissed to be taking that. And then he's going, go on, you whack me now. So they're just fighting with this swan. And, and I remember Tommy Meyer with you, just... For some reason, took a dislike. What was it about? Was I trying to wind him up or something? Because he was—he was giving us the snoops, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's all I remember about. But it does ring a bell. He, he just started—I don't know—he just started saying that, he was pissed, wasn't he? Yeah, and he just started trying to get you in an headlock and everything. <laughs> and when Tommy Myra hands like shovels, he's, he's kind of like, "I'm not getting out of this." <laughs> and I was feeling for you. I was like, "Fucking hell, Brownie, I'm feeling for you down there." You didn't jump in though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, give me that swan. I'll get you out of this. <laughs> Uh, I think you might have still had the hump from when you first signed. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Um, no, but he—he was—he was all right. Tommy, don't want he? Yeah, 
I, he I, was I think he was signed with us after. Yeah. But I do remember I think being he was a, a bit drunk, to be fair. He was. In fact, a lot drunk. But you didn't want to talk about that, the Shropodis story? No. Is this when, it, when you first signed? Yeah, yeah. That's what you're referring Brownie to. Brownie stitched me up, didn't he? Well, listen, we didn't have Shropodis at stop. <laughs> Well, there will have been some in-stop, but they've never come into the club. Yeah, but the pitch, I mean, the pitches were like carpets at Sunderland and at training and that, and I think, you know, feet are a bit sore. Um, see lads going in this room, and I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what that is there, because there's not many rooms that big, the training yeah. ground, and uh, someone just starts to shop a dish if you ever want your feet doing or whatever. So I left it a couple of weeks, and I liked them. First couple of days, you're not going in straight away, are you? <laughs> it's big, big time, time back to yeah. 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 yeah, well, I'm in swimming pool <laughs> <laughs> and jacuzzi afterwards. <laughs> Find me in sauna, eight and a half stone. <laughs> what are you doing, losing weight? <laughs> um, so yeah, Brownie, well, it's up to you. You can tell it if you want. You stitched me up. I think you just basically asked what went down, and I said, I right, lol comes in. I think Lol was his name on it. Yeah, Lol. He comes yeah. in every Thursday, um, but he's not he's not getting paid by the club, unfortunately. So the lads normally just just look after him. You know, yeah. I don't think he said just look after him. He said give him money. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to pay the bill. Trying yeah. to dress it up there, like just look after him. You've said you got to give him some money. So I've gone in with a couple of quid. <laughs> it was a fiver, wasn't it? I think it was a fiver. <laughs> You got him with two blisters and a fiver. Well, I, I, I might have even asked him how much you give him, and he's probably said a fiver. Because I, th- I, I, I would, I would have gone and got cash out, and I got a five pound note out or something. I can't even remember. Imagine how awkward that transition is. Like you put your socks back on. Oh, like, it was awkward. I remember that. him looking at me like. What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, treat well, yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, brownie <laughs> said, <"Pay." laughs> no, I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, No, I actually think I just went, well, listen, you've done a great job anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think he uh, said, no, I'm, I'm employed by the club, Andy. Yeah. And I went, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Yeah. No, stitch me up a kip of there, man. Did you ever get in Harvey Mix? Uh, a couple of bits, yeah. It was, uh, it was massive, wasn't it? Everyone, everyone was. It was honestly, he must have been a multi-millionaire yeah. off that at the time. I reckon he was earning more from that than his wage, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, definitely. But even stuff like that with music on in the morning, you know, it, there was a real good camaraderie. You know, Mickey Holland and, and the dressing room was. It was a huge, huge part, but testament to Mick, uh, Mick McCarthy letting stuff like that yeah. kind of go on. Because I think a lot of managers probably, well, I know Keane didn't like him, did he? No, he got, he got, he got, got rid, rid of him, him didn't he? But, um, you know, I remember this, you've already, I think you've already told the story, haven't you, about uh, Billy? I know he's. Um, Billy Wilson? Yeah. God rest his soul. I know, yeah. But um, th- when we were down in Bath, when uh, lads are taking pictures and pretending to be a bird. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Tell us more. Oh, you don't know it? No, I can't remember it. My memory's terrible. So um, we're on the way down to Bath and obviously on the bus and uh, Billy Wilson's saying that he's, he was always on about birds. Yeah. Wasn't he? And, and like, you know, sometimes you think, you know, you know, has he actually got these birds or whatever? So, he, you know, he said, oh, I've got this fit one. And, and basically... One of the lads um, started messaging him, saying that you know this is my num my new number. You know, I'm missing you and all that. I know you're away for the preseason, and we. So he's thinking, oh, you know, and she was like sending dirty messages. 
obviously it's one at lads, but he's thinking, look at this, and he's showing her. Yeah, he had, he had a real pride, didn't he? Yeah. Showing everyone. <laughs> couldn't wait. He'd come in and he had a big, big smile on his look face. He lads. couldn't wait to get a his real phone pride. out. No, he did. He honestly had a real. And you think, and when you you were like cringing every time his phone beat because he's going like that, and you're thinking, what's come through now? But I mean, I, I wasn't involved in it, but there was a young lad. Uh, what's his name? Dan Dan Smith. Dan Smith. And the lads started taking like pictures of him. He, so he, he took his his dick under his ass and it make it look like it's a fanny or whatever. <laughs> and like just to get the angle right on a picture and then send this picture through. And obviously Billy would get you, fuck, oh, look at this, what she's just sent me. <laughs> so he's and showing all your... Oh, he's showing everyone. Dinner, you know, all the lads on different tables. He'd be going around every table. Yeah. So it's like like luncheon and breakfast and everyone's like, geez, look at that. And, you know, she's like egging she's him bel- on She's a belter. More. She's a belter. Yeah. And then it just got to the point where um, obviously we were going to out it. The lads then outed it. And obviously I think we, we were on a balcony or something, weren't we? And yeah, there was a big, weren't they? A big reveal. Oh, we're, all, big we're, all getting, yeah. we're all getting in one picture. And as we're having dinner, we've sent the picture through and rang him or something. So he's, as soon as he got it, we said, right, when he gets outside, hang up. And then the picture will deliver. So we're all there. We can see through this patio door. And he's hung up. And obviously the picture's landed. And he just started doing press-ups, hasn't he? Oh, it was embarrassing, yeah. As he, as he, he took it, took it took well. A, took a while to oh, start fair with. Play, then. Start all the lads are... Yeah, because if you remember on the way back, with Sleevesy, he nearly ripped Sleevesy's head off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think Sleevesy made one joke too many. Right. <laughs> and he's, I, think he got, I don't know if he got him by the neck, but he got right in his <laughs> he face. He was angry. He was angry. First time it was funny... And then just to be it. fair, if he's, if he's got that done press ups and took it well to start with, fair play to him. Oh, he it. took yeah. it unbelievably. Yeah, he did. He did. He did to he be did. fair. And, um, there's still there's still a dent in the pride, isn't there? Even though you're facing it up well, yeah, and it keeps coming. It's in the back of your mind, yeah. isn't it? And he's a great. He was a great fella, Billy. And I don't think he, he wouldn't mind us telling the story. Great guy, but but st- those are the stories that probably made the dressing room yeah. at the time. Some and through and through. When he had could t- you tell we tattoos. didn't have a manager at this point? <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't, didn't we? It was Pete Fryer. Physio yeah, took pre-season. Yeah. yeah, him and Rico. Yeah, but you're on about uh, going back to you know he said about building up and stuff like that. So that summer I'd decided I'm going to try and build myself up a little bit. So uh, there was a, a guy. Remember Ian Campbell? Yeah. Megatonic. That's where I got the Megatonic oh, from. Yes. Yeah. So, well, this is, I started taking these. I don't think I had Megatonic, right? I don't think it was that heavy. That's why you never <laughs> done so well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I started uh, doing, he said, right, come with me to the gym and start doing loads of weights. And I put on a, a stone and a half. Oh, yeah, you got re- big, didn't you? Yeah, well. <laughs> no, you did. Amazing. You did. <laughs> was it that size? big? Yeah, I, I got, got big. big. I got I'm big, not, yeah. I'm not seeing Anthony yeah, Joshua. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I got a big. Yeah. <laughs> no, I felt I, I'd put I'd put a bit of weight, but it was all like it. One, I'd kind of not done any leg weights or anything, so my legs probably couldn't carry it. But I was struggling. I always remember we were struggling, and um, it was uh, we went down, did the bleep test, and in bat, it was like loads of testing in yeah, Bath. Yeah, Bath University. Kevin Kyle's beating me on a sprint <laughs> test and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, fucking, listen, mate, is that testing, right? <laughs> Remember, Lenny just come back from four days in my beer. Yeah, and yeah. Won it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, disgusting, anyway. Well, that's what I mean. There was, I th- I'm sure there was me, Lenny. There was a couple of others that were really good runners, weren't they? So you know, pre- pre-season, you were up there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it wasn't a good feeling. So I'd, I'd kind of not like doing that, whether. <laughs> 
whether or not the protein shakes worked well or... Talking of uh, Kyle, I've told this one about when he came in with his new uh, new set of Newtons. Oh, my word. What, have you told it? Well, not really. But I, I, I think I said it was you. Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> it was remarkable, wasn't it? Oh, it was... I, he had a whistle, didn't he? For some reason, you perfected it. I don't know if I can still use <laughs> Sunderland. Uh, yeah, so we just, oh, he hated it, didn't he? He hated it. And I he just, spent a fortune on these new set, but they were, were they too big or did he get too many in or something uh, like that? Too many. <laughs> I think he got one too many. It was, just a prize, yeah. it was just a prize for the whole team to it. So fucking put as many as you can in. I want, I want fucking 15 top and 19 bottom, yeah. please. Get your money's worth. They, but, were, they were big, weren't they? Yeah, but we'd be in the Bassard room and we'd just hear you just talking it. <laughs> <laughs> Kessel's bald just, again. Just w- wandering down, and you, sorry, guys. <laughs> Has he still got them in there? Yeah, I'd like to think okay. he's had them chiselled down or something to, Ooh, to fit. Chiselled? Were they that big? <laughs> someone wasn't right because he was just this massive whistle every time he spoke. Oh, it was funny, wasn't it? But, yeah, it was <laughs> he, funny. He, no, I don't think he liked it, though, did he? No, oh, we, no. We would take if, if you spent a few quid on, on, your, on your teeth and people would then take it piss out of them, you're going to get a little bit, aren't yeah. you? But every, well, you've got to ask if they come with a whistle or without. I didn't ask for the ones with a whistle. What's happening here? He's back in, getting fixed. <laughs> you know, when you arrived at Sunderland, were you, you know, you come from League One, Pushing for Premier League, a lot of big big yeah, names yeah. around. Were you yeah. apprehensive walking in? Were you confident walking in? Because I mean, you got number eleven shirt straight yeah, away, yeah. aren't you? Walking in. Yeah. Well, I demanded it, didn't I? <laughs> 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 no. Um, it, to be fair, it was one of them things that I didn't really think about what number I got. I was delighted I got it because I had that at Stockport anyway. Um, I bet you weren't expecting it. Were not really, it? no. To be honest, not really. Um, but in anything, terms, anything twenty and below, you'll take that. Yeah, it's yeah. You're like your subs, aren't you? Twelve, thirteen. What number four. were you? Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I knew that. Yeah, no, I <laughs> you know. weird like that. I remember all squad numbers. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. Things you talked about was he apprehensive, but there, there wasn't a lot of big names really. No. I was saying about the young lads. They ended up being big names. Yeah, they the went time. on to be, but at yeah. the time there was a lot of lads who come from the. Mm. So probably must, must have made it easier for you. Would you say best manager you've worked under, Mick? Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt. He loved you, didn't he? Yeah. I think I heard him on a podcast recently. Yeah, I spoke to him. At, it was just when he went to, uh, was it Cyprus? He's, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so um, I hadn't spoke to him in years. And so, I'll, you know, I'll give it, because I'd, I'd seen the podcast, and it was, I forget which one it was, but I, I give him a call and, you know, I had a chat. And, oh, it's great to hear from you, blah, blah, blah. And I went, so how's it, um, you know, how long are you going to plan on staying there? Like, and he went, well, to be honest, well, she, he went, uh, the team in fourth have just gone on like a 10 game winning streak and the guy's just been sacked. So I'll be lucky if I'll be there in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's Cardiff manager now, isn't he? So he's not lasted that long. <laughs> so it was definitely a suntan holiday possibly. <laughs> but he just took, I think he took Joe Garner out there just before Did he it? left. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Garns is out there. Wigan. Did he move to yeah, yeah. Wigan? Yeah, so he's flying, but obviously mixed back here. <laughs> I think he is one of them. Does any player that he's, he's signed or worked under, he'd pick up the phone now. Oh, There's yeah. not a lot of managers no. would do that. No, definitely I don't think. 
Is there any chance of picking the phone up for him to get him on then, or what? He's going to send us his number. Well, I'll give him a ring after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she said you'll uh, you'll come yeah. on. Who? <laughs> 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 Interesting or what you... Th- Do you look back with pride, though? You know, talking about the Premier League. You're thinking, you watch a match of the day, you think, I played in that. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Um, I think 16 appearances or something. Um, really enjoyed my time. Played against United and all the top teams, and that's what you want to do, isn't it? Um did Borley play you but when he when he because Mick left yeah, it so, was about yeah, April really, time. Like, on this Mark. was a strange one because um Mick sent me out on loan to Leicester. And again, this is for me, this I think he knew that Julio was gonna be leaving. So what he, he, he pulled me in his office and he said, Look, um I know you've not been playing much recently, but you have played a lot this year. Um, I want you to go and get a run of games because next year, you know, i think he'd already kind of resigned to going down. Yeah, because we 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 we, we just back we couldn't him. get yeah, and we couldn't get a run together. Um, so he'd said, "Look, go out and get some games." Leicester want you to go there and play, and they were like, "I think they were in the relegation zone in Championship at the time." Mm. I just thought, "Well, yeah, I'm going to go out and play." And I went there, played ten games for Leicester, but literally after the first game, um, Sunderland played Man City away. And Mick got, I think he got sacked after that game, didn't he? And then Borley was on the phone saying, I can't recall you, but he wanted to bring me back off loan. Because um, for some reason, I always really got on with Borley. Um, so he was trying to call me back. And we had United away at Old Trafford. And um, yeah. I didn't get to play uh, at Old Trafford. That was my only thing, really. I mean, yeah. I played against him at the Stadium of Light, and, but I would have loved to have played it at Old Trafford. So I never really got that opportunity. But... Came back off my loan at Leicester and there was still two Prem games left and Barley played me in both of them. So um, We're already down at this point. Yeah, we're already down. I think they got relegated at Man United, didn't they? Drew, no, we, we drew 0-0. And we needed... Was it not Newcastle? Might have been, we played Newcastle on the Monday, if you remember. Mm, well, I wasn't got, there, was I? I was in Leicester. And we got the... <laughs> <laughs> We're welcoming a new sponsor to the show today, gents. Whoa, welcome on board. IP Vanish. Do you know what it is? Removal cream. <laughs> no, let me tell you, IP Vanish is the virtual private network. A VPN for sure. A VPN is a super important tool that helps you safely browse the internet. You can use your VPN on, on your computers, your tablets, your phones, and I think your Fire Sticks as well, on whatever media you're streaming. So uh, all it does is it encrypts your data. Basically, the VPN, it kind of encrypts your data, no matter, you know, whatever you're reading, you're searching, you're watching, well, whatever you're doing. For just $3.49 a month or $27.99 a year, you can help protect your online privacy and security. IP Vanish has more than 1,500 servers in 70-plus locations. Get protection when using public Wi-Fi. Remember, with IP Vanish, all your data are encrypted, so no one can snoop on what you're doing. You don't want people snooping, do you? No, we know no. nobody likes a snooper. No. <laughs> no. Your business is your business. Yeah. All you've got to do is go to ipvanish.com slash kosh and claim your 65% saving. You've got plans starting from just $3.49 a month or $27.99 a year. 
So now's the time to sign up with the Under the Cost discount. You can get VPN for just 65% off the usual offerings. VPN Vanish is the best of the best. Even rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot, and that's with more than 6,000 reviews. Remember, it's vipvanish.com slash kosh, and you get the deal and start protecting yourself today. So what point did Mr. King come in? Come back from Leicester, then we had the pre-season, um, and then we went on a... We didn't have a manager, did we? No. We went on a pre-season tour to Ireland, didn't we? For one a tour, really. Actually, we just flew out, played a game, and came back. So. <laughs> um, but um, I'd done my ankle ligaments in the game. I'd got injured, and then um, the season had started, and uh, I hadn't played a game. And the lads—I um, don't think we won at the bottom of the league. Yeah, after we were five shit. games and. Then uh, I remember being, I was on the way back, road to recovery type thing. I was in the ice bath and then Roy Keane pops around, <laughs> pops around the corner with, uh, I remember it was Cleggy at the time. So I already knew uh, Michael Clegg, who was a strength and conditioning coach who came in because I used to work with them back where I used to live. <clears throat> so straight away I'm thinking, oh, I'm in here, you know, yeah. if, if he's bringing Cleggy in, you know, um, are you, is What's he an hero or not? Oh, yeah. oh without a doubt. United yeah, fan. so big, big fan. Um, you know, um, looking forward to working. So came back from fitness, um, still not really said much. And then um, we went to Portugal and I, I was just kind of getting back then from that, you know, when we went to Portugal. I think that was on the international break. Wasn't yeah. It? Was this the water park? The water park oh, one, yeah. Um, That's when he showed his true colours, I thought. Going down them flipping slides. Yeah, it wasn't even. I'll tell you, the funniest one about that was Dave Connolly. Bus is about to leave, and uh, everyone's like, Where's Dave here? And no one knew where Dave Connolly was. We're going for a Chinese or something, weren't we? The club would be. And Dave comes on, oh, you can hear it from the buses. And you're thinking, What's going on? Dave comes walking off, cheers, starts having a go at all lads. He's only just come in, hasn't he? And he starts going, oh, you, know, you know, no one's told me, blah, blah. And starts having a go and starts having a go at the gaffer as well. And he, but he's laughing, Roy Keane's laughing. So you're thinking at this point he'll have a bit of banter about him. And I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah didn't he have to pay for the Chinese or something? He had to pay for the Chinese, oh, really? but he didn't pay for it, did he? Yeah, he spat his dummy yeah, out refused. massively. Yeah. Refusal. He was like that, Dave. Though, wasn't he? Yeah. What, and I'd ordered, again? I'd ordered everything expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Don't <laughs> I mean, you? I tell you what, that was a that was a that was a worrying one when I first joined Sunderland. Um, first week we were there, we went out for a meal and. Uh, George McCartney and Wright had had a red card. So when you had a red card under Mick, you had to take all players out for a meal and pay for it. And all now, when you get menu as well, you don't you don't even look at the what, what it says. Oh, you just, just go in the numbers, don't you? It was 27 quid, <laughs> rub steak, I'll yeah, do. It, it was disgusting. Because, <laughs> oh, well, he's been bad from Chinese, hasn't he? Chinese buffets. The buffets. The buffets, yeah. Bad? Bad. Has he not told you this one? No. So we used to go for a, <laughs> we used to go for a Chinese buffet every now and again after training in Sunderland, and uh, all sat there. You know, you go up and you get your plate, you come back, and obviously he'd been up about ten times. We're taking the piss to be. <laughs> I was hungry. Oh, you could eat. I know. We'd been I there five me. minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back and he goes, "Lads, puts his plate down. I'm going to have to go." What's he on about? 
Um, I'm not allowed to eat anymore. I've had too much, <laughs> apparently. And he got back from the Chinese buffet. <laughs> so we didn't go back. <laughs> they were like, leave. What are you going to eat now, Brown? You've, you've had yours. <laughs> I can't remember what the reason was. I don't know. I've told you before, I, I, I eat some more than me. I just, honestly, to this day, I've never seen anyone get barred from a all you can eat buffet. <laughs> there must be some big old units going in all, won't there? Yeah. I just used to sit there sweating. Yeah, just every single course just ploughing it in and chicken uh, skewering one hand fork <laughs> yeah, in the other. I think the manager just had enough, <laughs> and I wasn't welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Went off track there, didn't we? Well, we've said it numerous times. Meet meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes. Yeah, I mean, it it it's not a great time for me that at Sunderland to be honest. When he came in, because like I said, I was coming back from injury and. As soon as he came in, he signed, and he did great for the club. Going on, a, uh, go on about it again, resilient and resentment. I didn't resent the fact that uh, Ross Wallace and Tobias Hussain came in because they were fantastic for the club, played really well, and the club still uh, won the won the league from the position they were in. But there is also a part of it that feels I, I could have been part of it. I just wasn't given an given opportunity. You know, it, I just didn't feel like my face was going to fit, and I went on loan to Leicester again. So I went on loan till Christmas and um, came back off my loan from there. Um, and I remember me and my missus got back to Sunderland that night and um, I got a phone call uh, from my uncle who was bringing my grandpa back down from Scotland and uh, my grandpa had, uh, had a heart attack and he had to go to Carlisle Hospital. So I shot over uh, from Sunderland to the hospital because he was... I, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You know, really close to my grandpa and that, and um, you know, called Keen. He said, "Well, look, I need you back at training because you, you you're going to be involved." Now, I've just come back off alone from Leicester. I've not been involved. The lads are flying. I've gone to see and I've explained the situation, and he's gone. Um, well, do you want to be involved at this football club? That's what I'm asking you. I said, "Well, no." What I'm saying is, funnily enough, the next game was Leicester away. I've said. Am I, you know, am I going to be, I'm not saying I'm not involved, but I've I've been away on loan for the last three months. I'm not going to be, a, well, yeah, you are, you're going to be involved. So he put me in the squad for, for the Leicester game and uh, my grandpa was really ill. Um, anyway, when, you know, I, I had to deal with that, we went to Leicester and um, we beat Leicester, I think 2-0. I didn't come on and my grandpa ended up passing away. And I, I, for me, that was, he knew the background of what was going on. And I wasn't in the squad the next game. And for me, that pissed me off. Oh, that's, I think that's me. I'm really, like, really fucking out. I'm not whether it's Roy Keane or fucking Nelson Mandela. You're, I'm going in and fucking battering him for that. Do you think if you hadn't gone to him, <clears throat> you'd have been in that Leicester squad? No. 
No, because I would, but I had to be honest about the situation yeah. of what was going on. Mm. You know, my, my grandpa's, you know, in Carlisle and, um, you know, I, listen, I don't know how, how close other people are to their grandparents, but my, my grandpa came to every single game of mine. You know, all my family's Glaswegian. Um, so, I mean, God bless him. He, he you know, he, he'd go up and chat with Mick McCarthy after games and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, as though we knew him and he'd, you know, <laughs> he'd talk to me like he knew Alex Ferguson. He'd go, you know, Alec, Alec. So, you know, he was a big part. You know, we, my, my uncle was a, a, a professional footballer as well up in Scotland. And so my my family was, you know, massive on foot and he was a big part of my football as well. So um, whether or not Roy Keane knew what he was doing, I'd like to think he, he didn't, but it just seemed a little bit strange that I've not been part of something for three months and I go away and I have to stay in a hotel overnight on New Year's Day. Uh, sorry, on New Year's Eve to play against Leicester on New Year's Day. And, I mean, we, we won 2-0 and I didn't even get on. It didn't even look like I was getting on. Is it hard not to hold a grudge? I struggled, yeah. I did struggle, but I mean, I've always been one of them players who who wants to play football and I, and I can't sit there and not play football hence why you know I, I went out on loan um and and I just and but then I said to myself right I'm just going to give it a go um and you know there was a, a bomb squad of uh me Kenny Cunningham uh Clive Clark Stephen Wright Rory Delap um you know, there was there was quite a few of us that weren't involved, but it was just I, I thought I'll give it a go, and and I just after a month you're like I'm not getting anywhere near yeah, here, and you don't want to build up. You, I don't want to be that player that's going into training when the lads are, you know, flying and being yeah. You, you know, you want to be playing yourself, mm-hmm. so uh, it was just one of them things that um, you know, you know, I I I just felt like my time was up there. Were your contract running out as well? No, I'd just signed a new three-year deal. In <laughs> See what old tools, oh, what, what, oh, oh, bad. Well, this is, so they, obviously I moved to Toronto after this. Yeah. So I remember going into Roy Keane. This was one of the first meetings after you know what had happened, and I'd, I'd gone in and um, sorry, he pulled me and he said, "Look, there's a few clubs coming on loan to you," and I knew that there was um, some that were wanting to sign me, but he'd just uh, gone. Plymouth, um, you know, like the furthest away, Dunfermline. And I'm thinking, no disrespect to them clubs, but at the time I didn't want to travel um, like a ridiculous... Yeah. I, I either wanted to go somewhere or and go permanently. Take the cat. Cats needed to be settled, The cats they? needed to be settled, mate, yeah. Um, so uh, what happened was um, I just said, look, I'll, I'll just sit, sit tight. And then my agent said, look, um, Toronto would be interested in signing you. How old are you at this point? I think it was 23, 24, yeah. something like that. Um, and then one of the players that I knew that was at Sunderland previously, Carl Robinson, he'd just signed there. Um, so he'd got on the phone to me and said, look, you know, why don't you come? You, you need to, to play. And um, So Plymouth and Dunfermline are too far. Fuck it, yeah. I'll go to Toronto. I know, yeah. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I want having it. I, first of all, I'm thinking, I ain't doing that. Pretty cold there and all, isn't it? Oh, my. So they invited me out to look at the club. 
landed and it was minus 19. <laughs> <laughs> right. The cats are going to be freezing. But, but Bear in is, mind, you've just yeah. been complaining this conservatory is too cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's warmer now, though. Um, we went over, well, the reason I went over there is because I wasn't involved at Sunderland at the time. Obviously, a couple of moves I weren't interested in. Um, so they invited me out so I thought oh, I'll just push the boat out money wise and obviously I said right I want that and he said he couldn't do it and I, I kind of knew they weren't going to do it and I'm thinking well may as well have tried my luck happy days so I just said to the missus you know we'll have a we'll just enjoy the next three or four days then. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out you know we're in Toronto just having tea and toast and things like that and you know flew back and then uh that were it, um, you know, nothing were re- really happening for a couple of days. And then Toronto called back up and they went, we'll give you what you want. And I'm thinking, decision to make here. <laughs> um, so I thought, do you know what? Speak with Mrs. And we decided we we're going to give it a go. So obviously went into Roy Keane and I wasn't going to just walk away yeah. from my contract. So I've gone in and uh, say, you know, remember where the, the office used to be? So he's sat in front of you there, the door's there. So I've sat down and from probably minute one, it's just a tirade of abuse on me. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because obviously I've turned down these other clubs and apparently made him look silly and things like that. And I've just gone, look, um, I'm not here to be spoken to like that. I've come to you because, you know, I'm I'm contracted with a club. So if it's going to be like this, I'd rather just leave it at that. So I've gone like that to get up and he's gone sit the fuck down and I've gone (laughs) (laughs) and he started walking around the table and obviously it does there and he started walking around the table and he's gone don't know who you think you are but you're not fucking walking out on me I'm walking out on you and he walked out and that was the last time I spoke to him that were it (laughs) so I just sat there gathered my thoughts for 10 (laughs) seconds (laughs) I think that's dead in water then. You know, <laughs> I think I think I'm after I think I'm tampering with his desk, I think. Yeah. Summer. Listen, Niall Quinn was brilliant. Niall Quinn, um, you know, a lot of respect for him. He he ended up sorting everything out for me and he was fantastic. Um he sorted you know, he helped everything go through smoothly and the the main thing is I was back playing football mm. in, in Toronto, albeit um, you know, the other side of the world. Um <laughs> I, I love different experiences as well. And, you know, coming into management now, I think that has helped me to understand players as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having different types of managers, you know, from your Carlton Palmer's to Sammy McElroy, um, you know, Andy Kilner, my first manager, um, Mick all Roy. Mick McCarthy, Roy Keane, Brian Laws, all these have probably helped shape me in the way that I want to be as a manager as well. So, you know, when you go to Toronto then, are they, is it, They've just formed as a club, is that right? Yeah, first ever season, yeah. Right. But, I mean, it was it was a great experience because you're playing at, like, at Arrowhead Stadium, which is a 90,000-seater stadium. But, I mean, there's only about 20 in it and it looks empty. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was not a great experience. So, you know, played against uh, some top players over there. Got, uh, one, Pablo Angel had just signed out there, but it was Beckham's first season. Some top, top players, yeah. And it's kicked on, hasn't it, that league? Massively, yeah. No, uh, Bradley all went out there. Yeah, and he said it's an unbelievable place to live. Toronto's beautiful. For a, a night out and what yeah. have you. Oh well, we lived. Uh, I had like a duplex apartment in front of the CN Tower, um, 
whip cats to cats with hair. Yeah, no, well, obviously Brownie's mentioned it, but yeah, my cats used to come everywhere with me. So we, we uh, not with us now, like, um, but um, yeah, they always kind of came to every club to help uh, me and the missus sell. <laughs> little mascot. Yeah, so we had to fly him out to Toronto. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the funny thing was, we, I actually bought a house in Toronto um, and we never, and for the reason, so the cats could get outside because he'd lived in an apartment for like eight, nine months. And then by the time we completed on the house, I'd signed for Blackpool and we're back over the road. <laughs> cats still in quarantine. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare, that one, I think. So we didn't even get to live in the house. (laughs) So how long were you there in total? I think it was about 10 months or something. So I I played just short of a full season because by the time our season was coming to an end, the season was starting in England. And if truth be told, probably looking back at it, was I too young to come out? Possibly, but... Mm. I still felt as though I, I wanted to play in England, and, and I felt, a, you know, I felt a little bit annoyed at the way it, it got left. At, at you think to yourself, if I if I leave it much longer, I can get forgot. I can easily get forgotten about over there. Massively, yeah, and I think that inevitably that is what happened because I didn't play uh, because I was injured uh, my last season at uh, Sunderland for the part of it. I didn't really play, mm. and then if you think I then went to Toronto, that's near enough two years that I've not really played in English mm. football at that Can point. You still have something to prove at 24, yeah. 25, yeah. 24, 25. Yeah, yeah. You fall yeah. off the radar quickly, don't you? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> when you listed um, the managers that you you take stuff from in your management career, you didn't mention Grayson. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I think the 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 one way. Uh, Simon Grayson was more the fact that he kind of convinced me to leave Toronto to go to Blackpool, which people might look at that and go, "Why have you done that anyway?" But again, because there's no donkey Promenade. riding in Toronto, yeah, is there? Uh, well, he sold the donkeys to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a ride on Rambo once a week. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, he just said, obviously, we're in the championship. And I know managers say, oh, you'll play week in, week out. And, you, you know, you get sucked in by it all. And, that. and We're having a real goal this year. We're having a real goal. Yeah, they always say that, don't they? <laughs> so we're having a goal this year. <laughs> um, so, you know, he said, you know, two-year deal. Um, but I'd, I'd, I'd signed. In the MLS, you have to sign in and out of the league because you're actually owned by the league. So I couldn't go and sign with Blackpool unless I signed out of the league. You know, the the deal was done. And, and to be fair, me, you know, my agent has a little bit to do on this as well. But I'd agreed a two-year deal with Blackpool. And then I turned up at Blackpool. The deal was a, a one-year with a one-year option. So obviously I've said to, you know, the chairman, that that chairman who, who messed the club about a lot. Oh, and oh, yeah, and, you know, obviously I'd said... To Did he sign. move the goalpost on a, on arrival? On arrival, yeah. So obviously, I'd said, well, basically sign me deal out of the MLS now. And you'd said that, but again, this is probably where my agent should have had something in writing to prove that it was a two year deal. And it just it it just didn't get going. And and um, you know, you'd want to see him, and he'd he'd dive out a back door. Grayson. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Like you you know. You'd, can have a word we have to train and I didn't know there was a trap door in his office. I'm <laughs> there watching that office door like that. It out. never comes out. He is coming out in a minute and he's through trap door and in his car. Oh, I forgot, you know, you, you call him and 
um, on the phone. And you, you, oh, I forgot. Sorry, I had something on. And it got to the stage where I was like, look, I'm, I'm on the bench a lot. I'm not playing a lot. And not only that, you've done me with my deal here. What, what's going on? Um, Did you end up having to sign the one year with the one year extension? Well, I had to, yeah. I yeah. didn't have any other options. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, it just, it, it was frustrating. And you start thinking, well, you know, what have I done at this point? Um uh, and again, I, I felt when I went in at Blackpool, when I played, I'd, I'd done well and, um, you, you know, got quite a few assists when I played. But, you know, we had, again, th- there's no resentment there because there was some top, top players. Um, but it was just frustrating that, you, you know, I weren't given an opportunity because I'd left somewhere in Toronto where I'd finally got playing week in, week out to come back and go, right, I'm going to give it a, you know, mm. I'm back in the championship Were you again. enjoying life in Toronto? Yeah, like we, settling was, in, and but you did you feel like you wanted to come back just to prove that you want to play in English football again? To th- to this day, I still don't know what was going through my head when I, I thought I'm, I'll come come back because I'd like I said before I'd literally just bought a house in Toronto, All right. so I still had. Um, so it weren't like you weren't settling in and you want to yeah, come back home. No, no, we, you know my missus. Um, for for her to do, she she didn't. She was never one of these that wanted to just sit around doing nothing so she, she we had to get her a work permit and she yeah, yeah. you know she did she worked in a in a clothes shop because she wanted to meet people and socialize yeah. you don't um, you don't even know if cats are going to enjoy it because they're still in quarantine <laughs> well cat no the cats loved it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit bouncing yeah, about yeah, exactly yeah um you know they were just looking forward to being out again <laughs> but i think uh it was frustrating because i never you know i felt at home in toronto but then there was just something in me that said, no, you need to go home. You need to go and, and sign this deal and you're back playing in a championship. And it was a wrong decision. Do you know in that MLS, do a lot of people, players move between clubs? Yeah, so again, that, yeah, thinking so back. Do you think, you think you're 24, hmm. do you think you could have had a good 10, 12 years career in the MLS? Possibly, yeah. Way. I mean, the only thing what I didn't like about the MLS, and I found this out, is that, uh, you have like a guarantee contract and a semi-guarantee contract. So I was on a guarantee contract, but you're owned by the league. So if they want to trade you, as they call it, you haven't got a say. Right. So even if they did... Pack deal, up. You f- cats, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to drive. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was, uh, I just kind of didn't like the thought of that cause we'd just bought a house, whether it, I, I don't think I thought too much of that, but that was a, you know, I, I was aware of that. Mm. Um, but I did think, you know, I, I'd rather go back to England cause it's, it is the home of football mm. in my opinion. Did, did Blackpool not take up the, the one year extension? Well, in the end, I, I hadn't played that much and the I wasn't, I, I just, no, there wasn't, but I wasn't happy with the way I'm not going to stay somewhere when I've been, yeah, you know, yeah, and you know, it was a case of you know went in and you know not played much this year. I went, yeah, no, you know, and it was just like that. And I just said, yeah, all the best, see you later. And you know, I was off, and then I ended up um, signing down at Yeovil, <laughs> which uh, again, cats romp move. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you must have gotten the love back for it though. I think you enjoyed the Oval. I remember speaking to you at the time. Really? Yeah, I did. Um, and and that was, whether or not it's because there's not a lot there, um, you just get your head down and start playing. And um, I was playing week in, week out. I think in three years, I made 130-odd appearances. So, 
you know, very rarely missed a game. And that's what it was about for me. You know, it was Russell Slade who took me in. And I never forget this. I was number nine. Oh, I had Lloyd Awoose, who's old. Oversight <laughs> <laughs> so, Lloyd, the big yeah. dogs in town. So, fun, again, a funny story of this is um, I hadn't. The, the kind of whole that that summer was the strangest summer. I'd turned down a deal at St. Mirren because I didn't want to move up north and I didn't have anything. So, Sammy McElroy calls me up and says, Look, manager at Morecambe. Uh, why don't you just come in and train with us? Um, so I thought, you know what? I'm not too proud. I'd rather keep myself ticking over yeah. till something pops up. So I went in training first day. He's trying to sign me. <laughs> and I'm like, look, no, I'm just waiting. And then obviously Yeovil popped up and uh, Yeovil offered me some and said, no, I'm, you know, um, no, I need more than that. And uh, then they got rid of Lloyd Awusu. So it was literally I went in and filled Lloyd Awusu's <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, there you go. See you later. I bet, I, bet we're a bit, I bet they had to change the shirt. I bet we're a bit baggy on baggy. your Lloyd's. Very baggy, but... <laughs> I, I felt, do you know what? I felt so bad for Sammy McElroy, though, because he tried everything to sign me. Um, no, honestly, God's honest truth. Um, Can't like that, no. Yeah. They're <laughs> here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, yeah. Um, he, yeah. Can't <laughs> So I was training with Morecambe and um, he's uh, he's saying, look, you know, I can get you, the, we've got you your deal. And, and I've said, look, Sammy, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sign. And I said, if I did, I'd need this sort of money. He went, well, I mean, what if I don't buy the players a sandwich every day and give you that money? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'd have fucking I want, hated you. I'd have yeah, I'd, fucking him, he's well, there, the lad, bastard. Yeah. We used to have a bacon the, the lad, It's a good job, Brownie one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Sammy, you know, I, I can't do it, but, I, you know, we were trying everything and and he nearly got me, right? <laughs> Honestly, on because it was transfer and it was transfer deadline day. Yeovil hadn't come back in with this other offer, so I thought, I need to play. You know, when the manager wants you so much, you'd rather play for a manager that wants you than mm. kind of. So I thought, right, let, let's do it. So we're doing seven asides, like on on a Friday, and I'm just on side. You know, as a bounce play, and the lads are playing at middle, and Sammy McElroy's like, "Well, she your agent's on the phone, so I'm on the sideline with a phone like that, <laughs> like this." And he's saying, "No, you need to get it done now." And right, well, just give us a sec. Well, obviously, we're finished. And he's like trying to get me to sign when I'm on side, popping it. <laughs> So we left, we left. He said, follow me to the ground and we'll get it all signed. Followed him to the ground and my agent called up. He said, look, you will have come back in with more money than you first wanted. And they've offered you the deal that you wanted. They've obviously, Lloyd who's moved on. What do you want to do? So uh, obviously put the handbrake on him. Spun back, <laughs> back the well, other way. You're still getting your sandwich. No, but the, the funny thing was... It, it it didn't happen that quick. I I actually I was I was sat in a, a car park at Curry's just in like Lancaster, speaking with my agent and getting things sorted. And Sammy McElroy, because I was following the minibus back to the ground, he's like, "Where are you, Welsh? Are oh, you just dusting I'm off? Like, yeah, <laughs> just, uh, he's like, gone. He's he, gone. Was, he was calling me phone, and I felt bad because I didn't want to say what what was going on, but. <laughs> Obviously, I had to call him and say, look, Sammy, you know, I lost you. You, you spin off me. <laughs> Sammy, you fucking skipped a red light, Sammy. Deal's off. Yeah. I'm, I'm not playing I'm for somebody who drives. I'm back at Blackpool. <laughs> I'm not playing for somebody who drives as erratically as that, Sammy. <laughs> but, he, you know, what a guy. Were you all right with that? Were you all right with Do it? Do you know what? 
and I spoke to him when I was at Bristol Services, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He, he, he said totally understand. He said you need to play as high up as long as as possible. He said I just would have loved to sign you because. You know, obviously, I sold you from Stockport to Sunderland. It would have been great to work with you again. I was slayed. <laughs> Bit of a strange character at was times, it? oh, yeah. Um, he, I remember um, he brought me in, and uh, again, it was one of them situations where start. Well, I played. I started playing under him a lot, and then um, it left me out a couple of games, and it coincided with a bit of a rough patch for him. But I think he kind of started blaming it on a couple of players. And as a winger, you're always going to get blamed for stuff, aren't you? And, you know, he left me out of the game and I'd played the majority of the previous game. So you're well within your rights to go and ask, why aren't I playing? So um, he was fine about it. Match day comes, um, I'm on bench. So I'm just sat there and he's called the starting 11 out of the dressing room. So, you know, us as subs, we're sitting there thinking, hell, does he not want us like? And <laughs> so anyway, they come back in, I think it went... Joe, uh, was it Nathan Jones and Terry Skiverton at the time? Uh, they were still playing. They they come back in. Fuck, you know what you said to him? And I've gone, what he's on about, guys? And everyone's gone. We, we've just had a dressing down about you in there. <laughs> and they've gone. I've gone. What do you mean? He said, Yeah, he said basically. Well, she's coming in asking why he's not playing. You need to show him today, otherwise I've made the wrong decision. <laughs> oh, it's on your job. I came on after thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. <laughs> I feel like that was the Got right in his head. <laughs> so, but I got on all right with Russell Slade. Um, Did you play with a loose cannon? Loose cannon. Guys, Roberts. Wow, yeah, Robbo. Um, you were meant to be a young lad. He looked about 28. <laughs> um, he looks about fucking 120. Yeah, yeah, I mean, top player or top player. I mean, uh, but just, I, th- I think he was one of them that was just uh, loved the game, but just didn't know how to actually live his life outside of the game. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if anyone knows a story regarding we played Leicester at home and he, he mentioned about his, um, well, he'd gone AWOL basically. No one knew where he was. So, we're thinking, where's Robbo? And someone said, oh, we've heard that his, his mum's not too well. Or I don't know if he'd said that she died or she'd passed away or something. It's harsh, but something had gone on and everyone were a bit sombre about it. And then you're hearing stories that the chairman's giving him money for an headstone or something like that. And, it, and then it turned out nothing had kind of gone on. And <laughs> it was, you're thinking, this is a bit strange. And then he'd come in half cut sometimes and... All the ability in the world, but just could anyone get a grip of him? Probably not. I know uh, Luke, I forget his name now. Rogers. Rogers. Luke Rogers, you know, really, really tried to look after him. Um, but it just didn't happen. But he's one of them that had the potential to go on and play anywhere. That's yeah. <laughs> why the amount of people that have said that. But he, he could go and walk into any team, he's that much ability. Yeah. And he could be the best player in any team at any level. Mm. I, I, I rated him that highly, but. It was just, you know, you. Sad, really. It is, yeah, it is. It is. Our good friends at Hello Fresh are back. Perfect. Once again, and they've upped the ante. They've upped the ante 60% off your first box and 35% off your next three when you sign up at hellofresh.co.uk and use the code Kosh. You're not far off eating for free, are you? Mm. 
60% off? 60% off your first box. Excellent value. You might as, well go, might as well go big then, ain't you? First one. First one up. Get big. the good stuff in. Yeah. yeah. Well, for all you regular listeners, you'll be you'll be down with the fresh. As, as we are. Down with the fresh. <laughs> down with the fresh. Well, we're, we're accustomed now, aren't we? We're on second name terms. But for all you newcomers, HelloFresh provides all the fresh seasonal ingredients and step-by-step recipe cards to cook, cook delicious dinners at home. And deliver straight to your door, aren't they? It's very good. I, I was never a good cook, really. I didn't really know what to put in. But everything just comes, doesn't it? We're now passionate cookers, aren't we? We cook with passionate pa- what? Passionate cookers. <laughs> we cook with passion. <laughs> when you said passionate, I didn't quite hear you when you said cookers. We're obviously passionate lovers, but we're passionate cookers now. Yeah, that? and uh, as you say, just everything comes, job done. All the instructions, step by step. They've got uh, they've got a nice variety as well. They've got their extra extra rapid meals. Cooked in 20 minutes or less. I think they've even got extra, extra rapid meals now. 10 minutes. Mm. With the low-calorie stuff. Coming out of lockdown, you want to get that June body ready. <laughs> yeah. Low-calorie for a couple of weeks. You'll be the a new June man or woman. Body. <laughs> and uh, this month, you'll like this, John. It's roast month. Oh. They've got some specials on the roast and brunch. I'm very, very, very excited about the roast month. Oh, it's a perfect way to celebrate with loved ones. We're creating a traditional family feast. Obviously, I think, what is it? Two two households, maximum of 30. Whatever Boris said. Yeah. You can have around for tea, but there's nothing better when you go around for for Sunday lunch and you're like, oh. Something outside the box? Yeah. Mm. Oh, what have you done to these potatoes? I put bacon in with my sprouts. Do they do that? Oh, I, I imagine they do. And then you can just, oh, old family recipe. Yeah. Old family recipe. I can't, can't sell you. Secret, secret is. And they've got brunch as well. This week, I had, I had one last week. What's your oh, favourite brunch? I had, I'll tell you what I had this week. Uh, halloumi wrapped in pancetta, I think it was, with, <sighs> with a chilli jam. No, yeah, oh, that's what that makes it for Mamma mia. See that? It's a little touch, isn't it? I, I think I could get into brunch if that, that means I'm going to have having six meals a day. Down with the fresh. Get down with the fresh with the code COSH when you go to www.hellofresh.co.uk. We're looking after you. This is changing people's uh, diets, not mm-hmm. changing people's lives. Would you say you were happy again, Yorville? Yeah, definitely. You you always are when you're playing, aren't yeah. you? Settled. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cats yeah. have got a garden to run around in. Cats have got a little garden there, happy. <laughs> met some other moggies down there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely settled. Um, and And... The, the main thing was that you're playing week in, week out again. And and as a footballer, that's all you want to be doing. Um, and I, th- I think, you know, going back to my time at Blackpool, the amount of players that were there that you think were, were good and some of them weren't playing. Um, I remember he, he brought uh, Holt in, so, so Grant Holt. And at the time, he was not struggling at Forest, but weren't getting a game, came into Blackpool. I, I, I don't think he played that much at Blackpool. And then... The next time I saw him, he'd signed at Norwich and he just went like that, you know, mm. career-wise. Yeah. And, and that's sometimes what it can do, um, you know, just to change your scenery yeah. and he ends up playing in the Premier League. And, you know, so it. I'm fortunate enough that in my career, I probably did a lot early on. And then, you know, after that, it, I'm not saying it went downhill, but I, I just probably didn't make the right decisions on moves or was unlucky. Yeah. And then things happened yeah. in football, but I still had a great career. Just shows you like what managers, playing under a, a good manager can right do. Manager. Talking about Holty, 
signing with Lambert. Will uh, Albi signed for Lambert. Took him yeah. to the Premier League. Yeah. Luke Ayland get you know he played under a few managers at Leeds. Just a middle average Championship team. Yeah, yeah. Bielsa comes in and they're playing in the. He's standing out in the Premier League. Yeah, I'm gonna stay, stay up comfortably. Yeah. Like managers can, you just need that bit of luck. Right, purring. Yeah. You went to Carlisle after your your Yeah, you, yeah. Did you fancy staying? Um, I did, yeah, but uh, again, got told they were having a go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carlisle uh, were. Carlisle were having a go, yeah. So, um, so the option, there were the option to stay at Yeovil. Yeah, so I'd got offered um, another couple of years at Yeovil un- under Skibbo, and, and to be fair to Skibbo and Jonesy, absolutely loved working under him. Um, but we just had um, my first child, Lily, at the time, and um, you know, just felt it was a you know good time to try and get a bit for well, a little bit closer to home. It was still probably about two hours from Manchester to Carlisle, but yeah. at least my mum and dad would have been closer, a little bit of help and things like that. Mm. So, um, you know, made that move and started off uh, all right there, and then I, I tore my calf about I think it was two and a half months into the season. Um, so it's quite a big tear as well. So it put me out um, till Christmas. But when I when I tore my calf, it was it was a strange one because uh, just before that, we'd had a, me me and Greg had had probably a, a couple of words about a game or something. Not a fallout, but you have you know you have disagreements or what have you. You know, so it probably couldn't have come at a worse time that injury because you always think that a manager's got that in the back of their head. Stewing in his head for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. But the, then the, the physio goes, oh, you, you may as well get yourself off on holiday for a couple of weeks because you can't, you literally can't do anything. So me and the missus went to Egypt with Little and didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> went to Egypt? Yeah, so we came back. And, <laughs> Bet you visited Sphinx. Yeah. So we came back. <laughs> Lord, and, King of the cats. <laughs> <laughs> so we came back and uh, Greg were a bit off with me, like, and I'm thinking... He went, oh, you, you know, you've been on holiday, have you? And I went, well, physio said I could go. I've still got text message on my phone. And, you know, I had spoke to him previously. And I don't know whether he was half having a laugh or, or what, but it just didn't seem right from that point onwards. And then, uh, you know, got back in the team after Christmas and then it was kind of like in and out. And again, it was gone from a situation where you were playing week in, week out for three years to something just don't feel right again. Then end at season. Um, I get a call from uh, Jonesy. I was in, we was on holiday in Spain in Marbella at the time. And he says, uh, Phil Parkinson wants to sign you at Bradford. Would you be interested? I went, well, I've got a year left on my contract here at uh, Carlisle. Obviously, if he wants to speak to me, you know, um, just tell him, yeah, I'd be interested, but clear it with Greg first or what have you. Phil Parkinson calls me up, he's selling dream, we're having a go. <laughs> <laughs> you get 18,000 yeah, a week. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, he said, uh, you know, why don't you come and meet me when you're back? I said, well, as long as you've cleared it with Greg and everything, not a problem. Next minute, uh, I've checked my phone and I've, I've not had a missed call, but I've got a voicemail. Listen to the voicemail. Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott's effing and jeffing down phone saying, can't believe you're speaking to other clubs while you're under contract and like that. Tried calling him back, can't get hold of him. Tried him two or three times, not got back. And sent him a text message, didn't get anything back. So I'm thinking, what do we do here? Do we, do I go and speak with Bradford or another big club as well? Yeah, and then in the end, he said, if you you know if you if you want to speak to him, entirely up to you. So I went and spoke went and spoke with him, and um, <laughs> Phil Parkinson selling me the dream, and then he offered me a deal. Right, he went. 
can't get hold of the chairman right now, Andy, but uh, I'll give you a call in a bit and we'll get it all finalised. Never got a call. <laughs> right? <laughs> Never got a call. <laughs> so I'm thinking, right, I'm away from Carl. Greg, Greg has been annoyed with me for, you know, whatever reason it was. Um, and I've had to go back in pre-season. <laughs> so I think I've got to get my head down here and graft through this. By the way, you're you're thinking I'm an ants cock away from signing for Bradford. Oh, I'm just waiting on a phone call. Yeah, and it's not the first time we've heard it from him, is it? Parkinson, no. Oh, he's not he even called me back. Ring you? <laughs> not even call me back. Me, me and my missus have a laugh about it still take to this phone, day. Take your phone, like, I, ring you now. Yeah, we, me and my missus have a laugh about it still to this day. Like I'll. I'll call. Hi, Phil. It's Andy. Just wondering <laughs> if you got my message. It is unbelievable. Did, yeah. did you try ringing him? No, that's what I'm saying. I did. I, yeah, I tried calling him right. just to say. He just didn't pick your phone up. Never pick got back to me. See, I'm, li- I'm leaving him. So he's to he's it. he's thinking right. I'll just shit stir air a little bit, and you know, I, I don't know what's gone on, but you know, I've not ended up uh, signing there, and I've had to go back to Carlisle and. But like again, you know, I've gone legs. back pre-season and I've blasted the running. I've done everything professionally. It's not like I've, I've never been a bad egg anywhere I've gone. It's just a case of, you know, all of all I've wanted to do is play and feel feel wanted as a player. And that's mm. all you want, really, isn't it? So, that's yeah. madness, man. But I, I have heard that a couple of times regarding Phil Parkinson. Yeah. I wonder how many times he gets that phone call and he just... Lo- he must get loads of them. Just answer just, it. And just say, answer oh, it and well, say, she... sorry, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Though. He must, he must get 10, 10 20 phone calls well, in pre-season where he's like, oh, can't, can't answer that one. <laughs> I don't get that, though, that you would go to a club about a contracted player and go to the, you know, all that trouble. All all that that trouble. I went to Valley Parade and everything. What were the guy who... Uh, I bought a club West tie. Fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 Odin Wengi. <laughs> yeah, Odin Wengi. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd gone to Valley Parade and, um, you know, looking out over the pitch and, you know, selling the dream. Um, you know, how, how full the ground will be and they're having a go. Uh, <laughs> so I'm baffled here. Maybe he just no, likes them, bit, you know, bringing people round and teasing everybody. Yeah, I wonder if it's a sense of humour, like, I've sucked another one in yeah. here. Yeah, I know. Another one, sold the dream. Did his missus. <laughs> Got on with the time. Oh, sink of this one as well. <laughs> here he's calling again. <laughs> Answer that, love. No, in fact, don't, don't answer it. He's lasted longer than anyone else, this one. Assistant, <laughs> this one. It's three and a half, three and half years and he's still fucking with <laughs> it. Yeah. 37 times I've given away yeah. this pre-season. I know. Mad. Scumthorpe after Carlisle. Scummy, yeah. Um, Brian Law signed me there. Yeah. yeah, he didn't hang about. He was straight in there. Season finished, straight on the phone. Come and meet me at Glanford Park. So cats are all over the gaff. <laughs> No, they didn't go to, we didn't. We, we're living in Yorkshire at this point, yeah. so always travelling to places. But uh, yeah, you know, Brian Law signed me there. And, you know, good experience in the game with what he's done as a as a player and you know as a manager as well. So um, they'd been relegated to League Two at that point, um, and obviously favourites to go up. So we, we actually won League Two that year. Um, but I think I got I, I, again. I had an injury after about three and a half months. I had to have a knee operation and. At that point, I'd just kind of fallen out of love with the game. You know, when you... I can understand that because you've, you've had a bit of a rough deal with signs of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, lot of, a lot of things that you might have one, that one, maybe two happened in your career. Mm. You've had five or six kicks yeah. in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. That That's probably what led me to, after that season, I just thought, 
we've travelled around a lot. Cats are looking weary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, just, that, the cats have not got another move in them. No, no. Got another move. Yeah. And um, I, I had that knee operation and then it came back and, you know, the lads, again, the lads were flying. We won the league that year, got promoted and um, it was just a one-year deal for me. And the trigger for me to get a new deal was something like 20 appearances. I was already on like eight or nine when I got injured something. I'm going to, and I just couldn't get back in the team at that point. And obviously, also doing so well. It was just one of them. You know, I moved on. And um, were you thinking to yourself, "I hope they start having a bit of sticky patch here"? No, and I need to go back in. Yeah, not not really, because you know you get a bonus for promotion as well. So on that side of it, you're going to. And again, going on the, they're your mates in the dressing room. You want them to do well, and that's what being a well, teammate. Mates so about. pay your bills, are they? No, they're not, they're not, but, you know, you, you want to have memories of being part of dressing rooms that win stuff. I've been part mm. of dressing rooms that's won stuff, you know, been relegated or been mid-table. So I've had all them types of experiences, mm. yeah. but it's always good to look back on, you know, the good times. And, and again, that's kind of what I take into the management side. Now you can kind of see, you know, the Sunderland dressing room and the, and the Scunthorpe dressing room, it had good characters in. And you see those types of characters on how you can win games, what is going to be a team that will win a league or or be 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 close to winning a league? And nine times out of ten, it's it's honesty and hard work and mm. characters. So you know you try and that, that's why I, you know I've not looked back on that journey as as a bad one really with yeah. Scunthorpe. So obviously now a Bury manager is yeah. that something that you look do you look into the player's character even at a lower level? Definitely, yeah, definitely. You know I'm doing the hard yards right now. You know started at Osset. Um, Bit of a baptism of fire as a manager there. Then I left there and I've obviously come to Bury and you know top at league and the season's been null and void. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! So um, what were your thought process going for the job? Because that's some task, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, we talk about managers getting rid of players and bringing their own in. You, you basically yeah. you didn't have any players. You, that that's is a blank canvas. Three weeks to get a team sorted. So you got the job. Your first, yeah. your, next, your first game's in three weeks and you've no players. Not Nothing at all, no. Um, and worst thing about it was BBC were following every step. <laughs> so I'm thinking this first game, please, don't, but, you know, don't lose it. But we just we just weren't ready for it. I mean, we lost 2-1. It was in the FA Trophy. Was it the Trophy or the Vars? Not the Vars. Um, but, yeah, we, we got a squad together and probably, I think, out of that team there, there was... Um, Seven of them that haven't played again after that game. <laughs> <laughs> through, we'll listen, call you. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, it's just... <laughs> that, I'm with a Parkinson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what time yeah. are meeting? Uh, I'll let you know what time yeah. training is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, do you know with stuff like that, I'd never... I, again, I'd like to be known more as a McCarthy-type character and, and honest with the players. And, you know, I'd rather face things head-on than hide behind some and let them work it out for themselves, if you like. But... You know, the Berry one, certainly getting players ready for a game in three weeks was very interesting. But again, great experience. And hopefully, you know, in, in years to come, people will look at that and say, well, you know, he can do this, that and the other. Listen, what what happened to, to Berry FC? It's, it's horrible. You know, it's not a good thing what's happened at all. And it shouldn't happen in football. But I think there'll be a lot more that will go that way at some point, mm-hmm. um, just because of the mismanagement and, and of the finances. It's and happened to Macclesfield as well, hasn't it? Happened to Macclesfield, yeah. Corona's not going to help either, is it? Definitely not. So you might see a bit of a shift. And obviously what they've done now is they've 
null and voided the season from the Conference North all the way down. So obviously I've League Two, then the Conference, then the Conference North. So <coughs> there's no promotion or relegation. So will it, I, I don't think there'll be any relegation from the Conference this year, which means what are those teams fighting for? It's, mm. You know, it's almost as though now it's gone like, well, that's elite and I know it's non-league, but they're not interested about yeah. that side of it. And that needs addressing because, you know, non-league is a fantastic... Um, advert for what football is and in my opinion I believe at times we have lost that um that football ethic of being around the pitch and the you know community the community aspect yeah and, mm-hmm. and that's for me what Barry AFC is all about is that community aspect and you're close to the players I mean I got a letter from a fan regarding one of my players who were effing and jeffing at the lines <laughs> <laughs> saying uh you know we we don't appreciate that language and this that and the other and but I kind of like that because they're part of the community there. Yeah. You're not going to stop players doing that. You write me a letter back saying, about... "Fuck off, you miserable." <laughs> <laughs> no, I just said I, I'll tell him. <laughs> I'll, speak, I'll speak to him. Yeah, but you know that that to me is what football has lost in some respects because. Um, I can't remember the last time I went to watch a Premier League game because I think it might have been at Man City or something and there was no atmosphere there, you know. um, And obviously you guys have played in in games with with atmosphere and certainly at the very game so far, the atmosphere has been incredible. So they're having a go? (laughs) 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 It's taking it back to its roots, I suppose, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, that's what football is when you strip it all back. But that's why it was created as a community event and bringing the community together before obviously all the money and everything got it to where it is now yeah that's what it was there for and then when you take a town's club away it strips it back to we still need that Mm. we still need it i think i think a lot of you know mental health now has come more prominent hasn't it and i think in terms of the players what about the fans as well there's there's so much more to to kind of a football club other than just going out and playing a game on a Saturday mm, or, yeah. or a Tuesday is a community um driven thing and, and that's what I love and what I like to build and, and that's what you know Berry is is on its way to doing now is it's got a football club back that people can watch and be proud of. Well, cheers mate. Yeah all, all the best all, all the best with everything at, at Berry. Cheers guys. Good luck mate. <laughs> and I will try and lose three stone and come play up front for you. Deal. Pairing. <laughs> <laughs> or you can eat buffet on the way. Oh, sorry. on the way? What's the game? <laughs> Fucking hell. There'll be less moment than normal. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.